Are you tired of waking up with a dry mouth, feeling sluggish? I was too, until I discovered the power of mouth taping. I read a book called Breathe and it opened my eyes to how I could get a better sleep. So I started taping my mouth and the results were astounding. Not only did I wake up feeling refreshed, but the data on my whoop suggested I was getting more REM and more deep sleep, which led to me feeling better every morning. But I wanted a better solution, not just sticky tape, something that was effective and comfortable. That is why I co-founded Recoverite with a few friends. We are dedicated to helping Australians get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. You're listening to The Man That Can Project with Lockie Stewart, a global movement created to empower men and open up what's really going through their minds by having real and raw conversations about life's unique challenges and our individual ways of processing it all. Welcome to The Man That Can Project. Welcome back to another episode of The Man That Can Project podcast. I am your host, Lockie Stewart, and I am so excited to have you guys tuning in. First of all, how awesome was Monday's episode with Taylor? Uh, it was phenomenal, the conversation. We got real, we got raw, and if you haven't listened to his song that he wrote about his uh, battle with uh, mental health, When the Demons Come, go check it out. It's available on Spotify and all of those incredible music uh, places, all the same places where you can find the podcast as well. So if you are tuning in for the first time, make sure you hit the follow button so you can stay up to date with the latest episodes or really so you never miss an episode because uh, we have some incredible guests still to come and some incredible conversations coming up with a few of the lads. Some of the guys who are part of our uh, inner circle and some of the guys who have worked with me, they're going to be talking about their experiences, the growth and ultimately what it was like uh, to, to work with me, which is fucking awesome when you get to see the growth that uh, men are going through to be the best version of themselves. And we know what happens when you become the best version of yourself. You get to be a better dad. You get to be a better brother, employee, entrepreneur, business owner, husband, right? All these things, which is fucking amazing. And it's something that gets me excited each and every day. So thank you guys uh, for tuning in. And remember, if you get value from this episode, please share it. Even if you just share with two mates, because this episode, oh, this episode, this show and the man that can project does not grow without you guys, right? You guys sharing it with your mates, sharing it on your social media is how more and more men get to hear these episodes so that they too can become men of value like you gentlemen are. But let's talk about what I wanted to share with you today. Well, two things actually. I actually just got back from the track before. I did my first time trial on Tartan, right? So for those who don't know what Tartan is, it's the, or I think there's Blue Tartan, which you'll see at Nudgy College and I think they're all over the place in America. In Australia, we have the, the Tartan colored ones. But it's a nice squishy stuff, uh, squishy surface. does make it a little bit quicker. But I broke the minute in the 400 meters, the first time I've done that in th- 13 years. Right, so my personal all-time best is 47 seconds. Uh, and I've slowly been uh, building up, putting some kilometers on legs. The marathon training has been helping for that and also doing my speed work. So um, I'm excited to, to see the progress and it's been flipping amazing. But 
Enough about me. Let's talk about the be rather than do or being rather than doing. You may have heard it before. I've heard it so much and I've understood the concept, but it's, I think for a long, long time, it's really just gone over my head. But today when I was driving back from the track, I was listening to a podcast and he explained it so fucking well. And it was the first time that I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And I started to think about areas in my life in which I've grown. And, you know, I talk a lot about having mentors and whether they're paid or just people who have the results that you want that you can take for a coffee or just surround yourself with. Um, We learn, right? We learn from these people. And I do believe that you should always be hanging around people who are better in what you're looking to grow in people who are equal or around the similar uh, stage and people who are behind you because it allows you to teach. And the beauty of this, you know, is, or not even the beauty, the thing that clicked for me today was the reason why people drop off, right? There's people who are better than me, right? And those people, I would say, be themselves and be whether it's, you know, let's say from a a business perspective. Let's say that these people who are ahead of the game from where I aspire to be, they be the kind of person that has the results that they have that I'm striving towards. So let me explain a little bit more. When we do, right? I know to do the work, to grow the business, I need to market, I need to make sales, I need to have a program and I need to provide value, okay? There are some key things that I need to do. But what happens, and a lot of us have probably experienced, whether it's with business or health or relationships or anything that you're trying to improve, we know the logical side of doing, right? There's a roadmap in front of us. We understand that if we take enough action, we should get said result. But why do so many people fall short? Why do so many people quit? And I was thinking about this, you know, because... I look at network marketing. When I started network marketing, there were people who were much better communicators, much better at sales, just had better networks than I had. But they didn't achieve the results that I achieved purely because they were doing. And what happens when we do and we don't get the result in the time frame that we think we should, our brain starts going, just quit, it's not worth it. You're not good enough. Right? The emotion kicks in. So just go back to where you're comfortable. Go back to what you're used to doing. Go back to where you can thrive or where you're safe. It does that, right? And for me during that process through that network marketing, I was doing, uh, so I was being. I, for those who were <laughs> following me at that time, I lived and breathed the lifestyle of a network marketer and the one that I, uh, the company that I was in. I was a product of the product. And when I say that I used the product, I was a healthy person. I promoted the lifestyle. I took action. That was all I thought about. And that's why I believe the results came. I grew into the person that I needed to be or I wanted to be to have the results that I wanted. So we think about this, right? 
what do you do to be wealthy? What do you do to be healthy? What do you do to be happy, right? We all probably have things that we know to do. But what does, you know, uh, let's say with health, do to be wealthy? I know that in order to be wealthy, and once again, guys, define what wealth is to you. That's probably a good place to start. But let's just say, you know, you could be wealthy in a range of things, but let's use money for the sake of this example. In order to be wealthy, for me, this is Lockyer here speaking, for me, I want to be able to do what I want, right? It's, it's to be, do, and have everything that I want, right? Essentially, choice, freedom, okay? And what that looks like means no, not stressing about bills, not stressing about being able to go out for nice dinners, not stressing about being able to go on holidays, not stressing about being able to take a week off work, Right, for me, that is wealth. Right, to to look after my, to be able to afford to pay a gym membership, to be able to afford to pay mentors, to look after my health. Right, that's that's to me wealthy. And so, <clears throat> when I think about that, I have to adopt a whole new mindset in order to achieve that. Because what it takes, right, when we're working towards money or anything, right, there's setbacks. There's you know, often we overestimate what we can achieve in a year and underestimate what we can achieve in five. And that's why a lot of people quit because it's like, oh, it's just not happening for me. Maybe success isn't, you know, isn't possible. And we go through that, that thought process, right, where the emotions kick over and our, our psyche is like, bro, stay where you are. It's safe, it's comfortable. You may not have an awesome life, but you're definitely not going to feel like a failure here. And a lot of us want to be. So think about this. What do what is someone who is wealthy how do they show up on a daily basis right and I'll break this down into let's just think about how would they think and how do they behave because they do it consistently enough that it just becomes a part of them. It's not about doing an action right if we think about Saving for a holiday. I remember when I used to save for holidays when I didn't have much money. I go, okay, I'm booking the holiday and the holiday is going to cost me X amount of dollars. I'm going to save my ass off. So the process of saving means I'm not going to go out drinking. I'm not going to spend money on silly things. Okay, and I'm just going to save, 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 save. Once the holiday comes, I'm going to enjoy myself and then I'm going to start from scratch. And generally, generally when I start from scratch, I don't have a savings goal. So all the savings stop, right? I go back to doing what I was doing before, which is blowing money on things that don't ever allow me to get ahead. Does that make sense? So where I need to change my thinking if I want to be wealthy, right? And once again, I believe why a lot of you guys would be listening to this is you, haven't, you want freedom, you want choice. I, I, I truly believe that's why you would be listening to this podcast. So... When I think about what's changed for me that's taken me from earning zero money to multiple six figures, is I go, how do I think? I now think abundantly. I now am better at solving problems. I now take greater risks. And when I talk about risks, I do risks management, risk management, sorry. And I've built up a network. I've built up skills and understandings that have minimized the risk, but to where I was years ago, it's a greater risk. Okay, so I think a whole heap differently. I think more positively. Right? I think about investing in myself. I think about what I need to learn. I think about the possibilities for my life 
as opposed to prior when I was just doing, I knew that I needed to do things to do that. I also knew that I needed to think things, but it, I didn't stick with it long enough for it to become a part of me. And I hope that is is making sense for you guys. If it's not, please fucking post in the uh, free Facebook group and we'll have a discussion. But I then think about, okay, how do, how do wealthy people behave? And the ones that I would trade places with, I think it's a very important thing when you think of wealth. And as I mentioned, for this example, I'm using finances. There are wealthy people and there are rich people. And I think rich people are doers, right? They may earn a bit of money, then they might go spend it on, and once again, this is my opinion, I'm not saying there's any right or wrong, but for what I believe wealth is and the wealth that I'm creating for myself is I want to be able to have the freedom and choice, right? And I would like nice cars, nice house, all that sort of stuff. But I don't do that for the sake of showing off. So the way that I behave with wealth is I spend more time, you know, investing in myself. I always have a coach. I'm always investing in my relationships, my health, my mindset, my lifestyle, my happiness. I'm working on me to be able to achieve that. Does that make sense? Because when you're in the doing, it stops, right? You might go, right, I'm going to work. As with the example I gave earlier for the holiday, it might be I'm saving up for this car. And what happens when you get the car? What am I working towards now? I've got to find something else to do rather than going, hey, man, what I'm getting wealthy in is something I just absolutely am stoked on. I'm going to be doing it regardless of how much money I make. I just get to be that version of myself. It's something that lights me up. It's something that fulfills me. And this is why I always think about why so many millionaires kill themselves. Now, from the outside looking in, so many people go, oh, they've got it all. They shouldn't have a stress and worry in the world. But some of them may have just climbed the corporate ladder in something that makes them completely miserable. And then along the way, they've created a lifestyle for themselves that requires them to continue doing the things that they've done up until that point, which means working long hours and uh, you know, buying flashier cars, buying bigger houses just to keep up with the Jones, to have that status, to have that title. So how would the, wealth, you know, the people that have the kind of wealth that you have, how do they behave? There's a few people that I have in my mind who are very, very wealthy and they don't flaunt it. They still have nice cars, but they're still just good for what I see as good people. They're family people. They have fun. They're not worried about you know, having to look the duck starts all the time. They just be their authentic self and I love that. And that for me is, you know, they're, they're passionate about what they do and they really enjoy it and they would do it, you know, through the hard times and through the low times. I mean, all know life has the highs and lows, but they just keep showing up because they're being rather than doing, right? It's not always easy, but it's fun. It's enjoyable. So think about that. Let's now move on to health, right? What do you do to be healthy or how do you be healthy? There's a difference. There's people who, look at the yo-yo dieters, the people who are continually trying to fucking drop weight. They're like, all right, I've started another diet. We all know people like that. I've personally never done it. Some of you may even be that. I'm not having a go at you. I want you to think about this though. <clears throat> and I hope this will add some value for you. There is, what do I need to do to be healthy, right? That gives you some action steps. But we also need to work on the mindset of how do I just be healthy? How do I just be a healthy person? 
24-7, 365 days a year. There is a difference in the way that people show up. You know, it's crazy. It blows my mind when some people do a six-week challenge and they reward themselves by going on a fucking bender. That is outrageous. That is outrageous. And I think, you know, as I mentioned, this this principle, the be rather than do, went over my head. Like I understood it, but it never really, I never really got it, if that makes sense. And I think the reason why so many people are broke, the reason why our health is terrible, you know, we have access to more information, better, better accessibility even with foods like you got we got these things called uh, muscle chef meals and everything like that which cook good meals for you and people are still overweight and unhealthy blows my mind because they don't be right if you're being a healthy person every decision you make is is for the betterment of your health it's not just um i've been feeling shit and i've been eating poorly for the last five years let's be let's do healthy right now they are healthy and when i truly believe where I'm going with this is we need to sh- make the shift from doing healthy, doing wealthy, doing happy to being healthy, being wealthy, and being happy. What does it take to be? What would have to happen? Sorry, what would have to happen in order for you to be wealthy? What would have to happen in order for you to be wealthy? What would have to happen in order for you to be happy? Have you answer, ever thought about those questions? Have you ever asked yourself those questions? I truly believe that when you start being, the results are going to be more sustainable. You won't have the yo-yo dieting. You won't have the big savings account that keep bottoming out. You'll be able to create something that's sustainable for yourself. You'll be able to create a happy life, a wealthy life, and a healthy life. And I, I, as I mentioned earlier, that's why you guys are here. I know it's exactly why you guys are here because you want that. But so many of us are focused on these quick wins, right? These, I need to get this here quickly. How quickly can I achieve that rather than going, I just want to raise my standards as a man and as an individual. And within the standards that I set for myself, they're going to allow me to be wealthy, healthy, and happy or whatever it is that you're looking to be. So make, you know, take some time. Take some time to think about who you want to be. Who can you model who has those results in those areas? And when you're modeling, you're going to think about the things that make them that way. And then obviously they do it day in, day out, and that makes them who they are today. Right? Why I feel I am healthy. You know, people go, oh, I'm winter, I'm putting my winter, getting my winter coat on, my winter body on. I'm like, the fuck do you mean, mate? Like, I'm not going to get lazier because it's winter. I've still got a standard for my quality of health and I'm going to exercise regardless. I'm going to do exactly what I do in summer through winter. I don't care whether it's a little bit darker. I don't change my standards for the weather. I don't change my standards for fucking anyone. Something to think about. So I know it's going to be a discussion that we're having in the inner circle this week. So depending on whenever you're listening to this, you may already be in the inner circle, you may not, but Get your ass in there, gents. It is a cracking space and we only have 50 more spaces available in the inner circle. But if you guys love this episode, just share it with some mates. I love seeing it when you tag myself, when you share it on your social profiles, you tag Lachlan Stewart, L-A-C-H-L-A-N-S-T-U-A-R-T. Tag me, 
leave leave some comments, leave some reviews, and you know, if you ever uh, want to get in contact, you can join through our free Facebook group. But I truly appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. I truly appreciate you guys taking the time to share. And I do want to leave you with the thought that you guys can be the man that can, right? When we go to being a man that can, we become a man who's responsible and responsible men take ownership for their life and create what they want. And you guys are all fucking capable of that. You've just invested your time and I know you can get after it. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.